0: Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide Number 7 with Mike Potter, Patrice Brendamore, and Jim Ray. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Take full control of your subscriptions with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com/slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Okay, folks, I know this is getting very, very late for a Mac Voices Holiday Gift Guide. This is our final gift guide, so consider this one of those to help you for those folks you might have forgotten about. And you need to place an order with Amazon or place an order so you can get it to them after the after Christmas or after the holidays. This is the gift guide for you. But, of course, you can always go back and look at all the others as well. The way you would do that is you would go to the Mac Voices website, and that's where the master list of all the gift picks from all the gift guides are listed. Um, We also have a Mac Voices holiday gift guide, uh, on Flipboard so that you see as well as can read about the gift picks. That link is also in the master list. And everything from this pick as well as those two guides are in the show notes to this particular episode. So you shouldn't have any trouble finding anything we're talking about. I want to go around the room, let you know who's here for the final gift guide of 2022, and then we will get to it. Um, I'm going to take my screen as the folks entered, uh, so that puts Mr. Mike Potter up first. Mike, it's great to see you.
1: It's great to see you too, Chuck. And I am ready with gifts today, despite the fact that that you personally have stolen two of my best top picks.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm honored because really during the shows this year we haven't had nearly the number of people saying that somebody stole something. So I'm I'm glad I was able to steal something from you.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but I do hey, before, endorse them. I do endorse them.
0: Okay, now before we go on, though, I want to give you the award for probably the geekiest comedy outfit that we've had on the show. Would you please raise up a little bit and show folks what you are wearing?
1: I am wearing, I am wearing a Doctor Who sweatshirt with every doctor, well, the first 12 doctors anyway, represented in gingerbread. It was the most festive thing I could find for today.
0: I just, I feel like we should just close the show out now because nobody's going to be able to beat that for geeky gifts.
1: <laughs> I do have one other festive item, though. I oh. have a color changing oh. USB Christmas tree. Of course so you that's, do. <laughs> that's going to be keeping me company as we share our gifts today. It just
0: goes to show you the festivities come in all shapes and sizes.
1: All shapes, all sizes, and all nerdiness.
0: Mm -hmm. Speaking of shapes and sizes, um, Patrice Brendamore is wearing antlers. Um, So I I guess that counts as maybe second to Mike's gingerbread Doctor Who sweatshirt. Patrice, great to have you.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um I would say I have the most festive outfit, right? Because I'm wearing antlers. I actually forgot my I have even like um I have Santa earrings that I forgot to put in. So while I was getting ready at ten PM at night I forgot that. So hmm. But I got okay. my antlers. Well, oh good. Yeah, well, well that's good. That's good.
0: I think I hear jingles,
2: uh jingle oh, yeah. bells. Still jingling.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. Love it. Love it.
2: Last
0: but absolutely not least, um, joining me in non-festive attire is Mr. Jim Ray. (laughs) Jim, it's good to have you.
3: I may not be in festive attire, but I am wearing underpants.
0: Ah, that's good to know. Thank you, Jim, for sharing that. (laughs) Uh, And if you don't understand that reference, folks, you should be paying more attention to Mac Voices Live. Then you would understand.
1: I, I did not realize it was a requirement.
0: Well, <laughs> it's it's optional, but frequently uh, the guests report on the status of their attire. So even when, even when we don't want to know,
2: um, <laughs> especially when so, you don't want to know.
0: Yeah, really. So you all heard the the instructions or the rules here. So and you've already done this before. So Mike, I'll give you the first pick of the list. Mac Voices Guide of 2022.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, um I have a couple um uh, hardware gifts, and then I have a couple other kind of just unique gifts that I think people might enjoy. But I'm going to start with one of my hardware picks. This is something that I have started carrying around. I actually purchased one of these, two of these, for MaxDoc this year for the first time, and I loved them so much I bought one for myself. I don't know about you guys, but I like to carry a portable hard drive around with me. I, I, I like to have something with me that I can offload stuff from my MacBook. Um, if I have a large download I need to carry with me to a client location or something, I, I have a portable hard drive with me. Now, the problem with a portable hard drive is that they're mechanical devices, and I keep mine in my backpack. And every time I'm driving down the road and a deer runs in front of me or some idiot blows a stop sign, I hit the brakes and my backpack goes flying from the seat to the floor of the car. And the very first thing I think about is that hard drive and, and, and the data that's on it. Well, what I have in my hand is uh, a small portable SSD from Crucial. This is the Crucial X6 portable SSD. This one happens to be 500 gigabytes. It is just barely over two inches square. I love the compact form factor of it. It's, it's just, just about a quarter inch thick and. It comes with its own USB-C cable, which you don't find a lot with portable drives. Um, But I guess because of the form factor and because of the type of drive it is, it would come with USB-C. But uh, this one happens to be 500 gigabytes. Um, I initially purchased this for MacStock because at MacStock, I record to um, uh, SD cards and to uh, an SSD. Everything that gets um, filmed at MaxDoc gets recorded to an SSD as it's happening. And uh, what I used to purchase were just bare SSDs. And I would have uh, a SATA to USB cable to connect it to my Sling Studio. And uh, that's what all the recordings would be. And when I found this, for less than the price, of an a a bare ssd i i jumped on it crucial is a brand i trust it's it's one of the two brands of external drives i buy i buy western digital and i buy crucial and uh i and sandisk for flash drives and um i just i just love it and so this this 500 gig was uh 55 i believe the price fluctuates of course as they do Um, and a one terabyte I happen to have a brand new in-the-box, one-terabyte version of it right here. I think I paid $79 for this. So for $79, you have this this fantastically spacious portable SSD ready to go right out of the box. And uh, it would make a fantastic gift for anyone who likes to have portable storage with them as they go out and about their business. So that is my first
2: pick. Yeah. Very nice. Is that USB C or USB A or USB? It is USB C.
1: Yep. Nice. USB C. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Crucial Mike, X6. Is the, now, I will say they're not the fastest drives in the world. I think they're uh, eight. They're rated at eight hundred megabytes per second. But um, you know, hey, for a portable drive, plenty fast. I even edit off of this in Final Cut, so I, I find it fast <laughs> enough for that. Even.
0: Mike, is the uh, is the cable attached or? I mean, I, I, can it be detached is, I guess, the question.
1: Ah, yep. okay. I would, I would have thought <laughs> so, but I wanted cable. to ask. Yeah. So if you, if, to Patrice's point, if you need USB-A, you can, it, you would have to get a USB-A to USB-C cable, but you could plug it in and, and connect mm-hmm. it up to a USB-A port just as well as you can to a C port. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, and if you need a longer cable, just buy a longer cable.
1: Buy a longer cable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, nice. It's kind of the Very perfect nice. portable drive at a fantastic price point.
0: Yeah, definitely. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, we're out of the gate. Um, Patrice, <laughs> what do you have for round one?
2: Um, I haven't actually just grabbed it. So this is the iFixit ProTech Toolkit. So if you look like if you have someone in your family who likes to open up. All kinds of devices, and doesn't have a proper toolkit. This is for you. It has like all the bits and pieces you need. Like it, um, actually, I can show that too. It has all the bits that you would need, like the even the weird Apple ones, like the triangular ones and the pantalope screws, and like all of like everything you would need. Um, I think it works for all Apple devices. I think Samsung, probably a bunch more. Um, definitely your MacBooks. That's the reason I got it. Um it has like all the tweezers and the spudgers and the opening tools, like literally anything you would need to repair a device, clean a device, like I, I open my MacBooks every now and then just to clean up all the dust because the dust magnets, it happens. Um yeah. And it's not super expensive. I've tried like I've tried ordering like similar toolkits from Amazon. There's a bunch of cheaper ones. Yeah, they're cheaper. It's exactly exactly what you get. Like I I, I got one and it was like well-reviewed and everybody said it's perfect and whatnot. I opened it, I looked at it, I packed it up and I sent it back. I was like, yeah. It's just not as good. And and iFixit is, is a great company. They're offering a lot of like good guides and good tools and parts and yeah, whatever you need. So highly recommend getting that for anybody who like either themselves or has a friend who likes to repair things.
0: Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I think the toolkit has made the gift guide uh, a few years now, and it's it, it's just always you know one of those things that for for pretty much anybody that watches the show, they they probably want to crack open something at some point, mm-hmm. and instead of just going and trying, and you know <laughs> a lot of those tools are just difficult to find. You don't just pop over to uh, to Lowe's or Home Depot and <laughs> yeah, find exactly. them. So. You know, yep. get them, get good quality and get them all in a set and as Patrice mm-hmm. showed, just such a nice it, it keeps them organized.
2: Yeah. It's like the I really like the little I wanna don't want to call it. Like it's a pouch thing almost. Like it it just rolls up and, and it's very compact. You can put it somewhere in a whatever a drawer or something. And when you need it, it opens up and it it just it just nicely presents everything. Like it's just from the layout perspective, it's just like you can put it in front of you, and then get your device and just pick what you need, and you don't have to ruffle through some box somewhere to find the right tool. It just—it just—it's just there. So highly recommend it.
0: When you were unrolling it and or rolling it back up and then unrolling it, mm-hmm. you, it reminded me of all the movies you see where the guy <laughs> is tied to the chair and the person's coming in that you know is going to torture <laughs> them and just unrolls their little torture <laughs> toolkit.
2: Um, so, I—I'm—I mean. I guess you could torture someone with some of those tools. I mean there's some tools that look quite quite dangerous. So, I yeah. know. <laughs> and
0: so just so if Patrice I, comes to work on your machine,
1: just be aware, folks. Just be aware. It's a Christmas <laughs> bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ho ho ho. Oh man. You know, if I could second uh that pick because I have an older version of that kit that you have, Patrice, and uh-huh. I absolutely love it. And to your point about iFixit, uh, one of the kits I ordered, and I have multiple. I think I have one at home, one at the office, one in the car. I love them, but one of the kits I ordered came with a, a malformed bit or two. It it, mm-hmm. it was like it just wasn't cast right. And I sent a quick email off to iFixit. I said, "Hey, check this out. This doesn't this doesn't look right." And within a couple of days, they had posted me a brand new bit for my set. Nice. So. Yeah, they, they really do stand behind the products that mm-hmm. they make.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a reason why, why I think Samsung chose them as the. No, was it Google? I think it's Google with the Pixel line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, they chose yeah. them as their, their partner, basically, for self service repairs. Yep. So there's a reason for that.
0: Is that because Samsung uh, requires, or Google <laughs> requires, phones require that much more repairs? No, I don't, oh, stop it! We're, we're I don't sorry, sorry. I just, I just came to mind. I just came to mind. Jim, what do you have for round one?
3: Well, first, Mike, I, I don't have a color-changing LED tree, but I do have this. So.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it! That's
3: kind of cute. It is okay. kind of cute. Although I might be interested in the link to your color-changing LED tree. Um, and. Uh, my first pick is is kind of related. It's not really a gift that you'd probably give to a per- particular person, maybe to the whole family or to yourself. Uh because it doesn't go under the tree, it goes on the tree. It's twinkly Christmas lights. Um and <clears throat> we got some last year but they came too late to put on the tree. Put them on the tree this year and we just loved them. They're Vastly exceeded my expectations, and I'm I'm only just like, hey, Lynn. I don't think I'm going to let you take the tree down after Christmas. <laughs> 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 um, for for people that aren't familiar, um, it's a set of uh, LED lights that you put on your tree. You just put them in any order you want. You don't have to be careful about them there's a little controller that can individually address each LED and turn them on and off and make, make them different colors. And what you do is you take your phone. Uh, I guess it works with Android phones, but you'll take your iPhone. And uh, if you're watching this show and you hold the camera up and, and in the, go in this app, hold the camera up and it will figure out where each light wound up. Um, so it doesn't matter. You could just throw them on. Um, and then you can put, you know, all these really cool animations. You can even make your own animations, um, on, on the tree. So it's just endless hours of fun. And every time I go into the room with the tree, it's like, Ooh, even though it's been like three weeks, it's still, that's so cool.
0: Jim, it's not often I do this, but, um, I talked to the Twinkly people at CES in 2019, and that still remains my absolute favorite interview of that show. The last thing I ever thought I would be doing is going and interviewing somebody about Christmas lights at CES. The demo, it, forget the fact that it's, it's my show. The demo is a killer. It, I promise you, you will go out and buy these lights after that. And I will make sure I have a show, a, a link in the show notes directly to that episode because it just blew me away.
3: Well, that that is actually how I found out about Twinkly Lights was your interview uh, at CES, um, and I I agree with you. That's uh, it, it's a great interview. I even went back and watched it a few weeks ago. Uh, it came up again, and I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. And and that's the other thing that's kind of cool about it is it it's not a big company it's an italian company and it's a person who invented it and it seems to be still his company as far as i can tell um you know it's not from a, a a giant corporation although you know they are you know pretty easy to find amazon has it immediately i've seen them in the local hay har- hardware i think lowe's and home depot has them too you can even buy trees that already have them on it uh now so you know they've done a great job of getting distribution but it's still from this independent italian company and in fact when i first installed the app it came up in italian um so the first thing i had to do was figure out how to switch it to
0: uh English. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great that's really really a great pick uh, they're, they're fun to uh-huh. play with and I, I,
3: they- I was so shocked that. You know, I look through the list and like, nobody picked this. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. get to pick it. Yay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. i mean, I'm so let's see looking at my list because my list has dwindled down a lot. It's getting a little, little thin, but I still got a few things. Um. This year, this, this gift is going to cost you money, but it'll save you money in the long run. Um. I've, have not done what a lot of folks recommended in the past. I did not buy my own cable modem until this year. This year I had a problem with my cable modem and let's just say Comcast was, was not very forthcoming in helping me use their modem with, uh, my Eero system. And that's the they wanted me to just use theirs. You know, what's wrong with ours? It's fine. You don't need that. Well, yeah, I do. So um, Dave Ginsburg helped me uh, with this. He recommended the Net, Netgear Nighthawk um, CM2000. And it is a little expensive, um, but I've bought it. It's already paid for itself at this point. More importantly, though, it was a breeze to set up. I will give Comcast credit for making it easy for me to transition away from their equipment to my own, which was, frankly, quite a shock. But it was nothing. I had it up and running in less than half an hour um, with with almost no downtime. And it means that I can use whatever I darn well please, including my Eero system, um, with this. So it, if, if you think it's a little too geeky for you, uh, it's not because again Comcast makes it very very easy you want to check with your provider uh before you you make that change but um and I'm not one uh, like Dave Hamilton I don't want to geek around with cable modems or anything I just want to turn them on and have them work and that's exactly what this does so the net I want to make sure I get it right the netgear nighthawk cm2000 is the one that I have and I love it
2: A lot of, a lot of ISPs, a lot of carriers have their, they have a list where they say, okay, these, these are the ones we recommend or these are the ones that work. Um, I can tell you for Cox, for example, same thing. It's super easy. Just buy, buy one of their list, um, and plug it in and that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Rocket Money. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions today with Rocket Money at rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. One of the easiest ways to save money is not to spend money. Another is to be sure that you're spending money on the things that you really use. Those are two reasons that you should check out Rocket Money. Rocket Money lets you see all your subscriptions in one place so that you can easily evaluate what you're paying for, how much you're paying for it, and decide if you're getting value for that subscription. If you are, great. If not, then you need to cancel that subscription. You could waste hours on the phone talking to customer service reps or digging through the service's website to try to find out how to cancel your subscription. Or you could just hit the cancel button in Rocket Money, and they take care of the rest. It's time to start saving some money. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash macvoices. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash Mac voices rocketmoney.com slash Mac voices. Thanks to rocket money for supporting this week's Mac voices. So that's round one. Um, So we come
1: back to Mr. Potter for his first, for his pick of round two for my pick of round two. Well, this is a little bit older item. But as I, I looked around for things to recommend as a gift this year, I decided to go ahead and go with this. Um, and I'll mention the caveats as, as I go through this. But I actually have three of these. I guess technically I have four, but the fourth one is a, a slightly different model. This is uh, Anchor from Anchor. I know there were a lot of Anchor recommendations this uh, round of, of picks this year. This is the Anchor power expand direct 7 in 2 USB-C hub. And the other one I have is the slightly newer one. This is why I have four. This is the 8 in 2 USB-C hub. Now, what I love about these, and I have one, I'm literally using one as I'm talking to you. I've got one at the office that's permanently connected to a couple external displays, and I've got this one which is my my portable one. <laughs> um And this is the one I carry with me everywhere. What I love about these is they just plug right into the two USB-C ports on the side of your MacBook Air or MacBook Pro. And then with those two ports provides you a single multifunction USB-C port, which is good for charging, for data transfer, and for connecting up to a 5K display. It has two standard USB 3, USB-A ports on the side, one USB-C data port, and then it, in, it, mine has a um, SD card slot and a micro SD card slot. And then on the end, HDMI out, which is for uh, up to a 4K display. So on Intel Max, and um, well, that's about it. On Intel Max, <laughs> that are compatible with it, I should say. On Intel Max, you can hook up to two external displays with it. On the M1, MacBook Airs and MacBook Pros that are compatible with this, you can hook up one external display. But that's a limitation, not of the hub, but a limitation of the M1 MacBooks. Um, I, I I love it. Um, they're they're very cost effective. I think this is about fifty dollars, fifty five dollars, something like that for the seven in two. The 8 in 2 is, uh, ranges in price, I've seen it as low as $29 all the way up to $69, which I think is the regular price on it, just depends on availability for it. Um, The 8 in 2 differs from the 7 in 2 in one way, no, two ways. It's slightly longer, and the reason it's slightly longer is because it has a lightning audio out on it as well. That's the okay. only difference between the 8 and 2 and the, the 7 and 2. Um, okay, so great little devices. They're made out of aluminum. They, they, you can plug it into the side of your MacBook. If your case is large enough for it, it can just stay connected to your MacBook and, and travel with you. Um, I use these at Macstock. I use them for work. I use them at clients. Um, the, the, the downfall, as you might have heard me, say as i was uh, describing them is that they're only compatible with certain recent model macbooks uh, macbook pros and macbook airs and that's because the latest models might have two usb c ports on the side but they also have that wonderful absolutely wonderful i love that it's back magsafe 3 connector however mm-hmm. when you plug this in when you plug this in it's going to it's going to over it's going to cover of that MagSafe connector. So Anchor, of course, is not saying it's compatible. I do not know if it's compatible technically with those model MacBooks because I don't have one to test it with. Um, But as long as the spacing is the same and it would plug in, I don't see why it couldn't be used with them. But of course, Anchor is going to say that it's it's not compatible uh, because of course, you can charge those new ones with the USB or with the Thunderbolt slash USB-C port as well so that means this is compatible with the um macbook pro 13 inch which is what i have here from 2016 through 2020 the uh 2016 through 2019 15 inch the 2019 16 inch and the 2018 through 2020 macbook air um the only other downfall I'd say about them is there's no Ethernet port, but that's you know that's by design. They didn't put one in on purpose, and I would love to have one of these with an Ethernet port on it from Anchor, and they just don't they just don't mm-hmm. offer. But that. I mean, you can so you, yeah,
2: you can just put your dongle. like I mean, you have, if you have an Ethernet dongle, just plug it into that. Like I don't think that's
1: which issue. is exactly what oh. I have right here. Yeah, <laughs> um, but up. yeah, that's the uh, that's the seven and two, and I like mm-hmm. because it, it it's something I can plug into the side of the macbook and just kind of leave it there and it doesn't hang off the side like some of the other hubs (laughs) do and and that's why i like this so if you're going to give it as a gift just make sure that it's it's compatible and isn't going to cause any problems for them because of that magsafe uh port
2: when you said you had something older i was i was i was for a second i was like okay like an abacus or like a, an older, <laughs> like a or something, like some, some old timey. Okay. This is not old. This, I mean, it might not well, be for the current generation of MacBook Pros, but it's, not, I mean, it's like a year two ago. Like that's not old. It still works. Yeah, and am, point. I'm almost certain. I mean, the, the, the spacing, the spacing might be a question, but if the spacing is right, it will still work. I mean, sure, you can't use MacSafe, but. So what?
1: Yeah, you can still plug so in what? and use it. Uh, to your uh-huh. point, Patrice, Apple still sells to this day MacBook Pros and MacBook uh-huh. Airs that this would work with. So yeah, yeah I it's get wrong. you're you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not that old. Um, it's just older in in the sense that it's not technically compatible per anchor with the latest model MacBook Pros.
3: But you said that it had a Lightning audio. What does that mean?
1: Well, you know how the latest iPhones have don't have a headphone jack. Right. So you might have earbuds with a lightning connector instead of with a one-eighth inch audio connector. Mm-hmm. Well, you could plug oh. your lightning connector headphones into the lightning audio port.
2: I think technically the, wow. the uh, AirPods Max that, that Jim has should do that, right?
1: Isn't that lightning? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I think you have to buy a special three hundred dollar cable to do that, but yeah, you can do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't have a cable that has lightning at the other end.
1: Uh, but you could
3: get lightning. One. The lightning is at this end. I yeah. guess go
1: lightning, the lightning. I, I,
3: can you? I've never seen oh, that. I, I mean, Come to think now that this? you say it, I'm sure you can. Oh. But uh, yeah, I, now you oh, have you homework, Jim. Say
0: that. <laughs> Mike, you I'm know, always
3: hum- I'm always home.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, you know this. This is not a. This is not commentary on Anchor because the the design that design model is something that a number of companies use, and yes, its its advantage is exactly what you said. You can plug it in and leave it there. The disadvantage right. for me is that I like to have a case on my MacBooks or MacBook Pros, and yes. if and so. And and unfortunately, no matter how thin that case is, it's always too much to let the connection be made. And so that's why yeah. I tend to default to the Voto docks like that with an, ex- yeah. you know, just, I mean, the cable only needs to be this long, but then I can plug it in in any of the USB ports on either side and still have the functionality. But it also yeah. means I've got that dongle hanging off of it as opposed to that nice compact integration in with the device. So it just depends on on what your needs are and, you know, what's important
1: to you. Yeah, You're, you're absolutely right. And I should have mentioned that because it was in my notes and I, I completely glossed over it. It is not compatible if you have a case on your MacBook. Yeah, right. you're right. So, yeah.
0: Small thing, small thing. Other than that, Anchor makes some great, great products. So if 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 you don't have if you're not going to be affected by that limitation, this is a great option.
1: By the way, it comes with this nifty little carry case. So a uh, very soft sided carry case. I can put it in there and put it in my, my travel bag and not have to worry about scuffing up my beautiful aluminum anchor power expand direct seven and two USB C hub. There you go. <laughs> Mike is auditioning for a pitch
0: man for Anchor. I think so. <laughs> Patrice, round 2. What are, what are you uh, picking this time?
2: Round 2. Um I'm going to go off the more technical things and um throw in one like a book. You know, those paper things or audio books, like those audio thingies. Um it's an it's a great gift if you like if you're running short on time, because you can just order it online and have it delivered in a second. So easy. The, the book I'm picking is, it's not a technical book. Um, it is one of my favorite books of this year. It's, um, it, it, it got the Goodreads Choice Award. Um, it's nominated for the best science fiction, uh, book for last year, I think. And it is Raika Aoki's Light from Uncommon Stars. Um, which, as I said, is it's not, it's a fictional book. It's not nonfiction. It's not a whatever, uh, cybersecurity story or something. I've read a million of these this year. Um, it's, it's something completely outside of what we usually listen to, um, or what we usually read. Um, the, the tagline or the, let's say the one sentence pitch for it is really, was really interesting. So I, I grabbed it and I wasn't sure about it. And I read, I, I started listening to it and I, I didn't stop. Like I basically, I think other than sleeping, I finished it in like a day and a half. It was that good. Um, it, like the, the pitch for it is, it's an adventure set in California, San Gabriel, Gabriel Valley, with cursed violins, Faustian bargains, and queer alien courtship over fresh made donuts. So you got everything in. You got like a music story. You got a little bit like California. You got like donuts. And you got like a queer story. So, I mean, what else do you need? It's a really good book. Um, I'm not going to give anything away. It's just, you just have to, you just have to read it. It's, it's a really delightful story. It's a really heartwarming story. It's, it just has everything you need. So light from uncommon stars. What valley did you say? Uh, San Gabriel. Okay. So yeah, that's like, about five miles it, 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 from there's, me. There's like, sh- there's like starships in it. Like this, it's it's kind of like it's like um, mystery meets science fiction meets I don't know what the third category would be. Love stories, maybe a little bit. There's a tiny little bit in there. Like just just has everything, and it's just so well written. So highly recommend that one. Interesting. Interesting.
1: I'd, and donuts. And, and donuts, donuts, yeah.
2: yeah. The
1: and best
2: donuts. donuts on the planet, apparently. Now I'm hungry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jim, round two.
3: Uh, real-time follow-up, Amazon at least, does not appear to sell lightning to lightning cables. Maybe mm-hmm. Monoprice has them. Well, you know, what would you do with it other than maybe that application that you're saying for, for – the AirPod, AirPod Max. I don't know what else you would do with it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Monoprice has it or something. But anyway,
1: you um, know, I was kidding when I said you had homework, Jim.
3: <laughs> well, like I said, I'm home, and you know, we've got a web browser here. We're connected to the internet, and I was curious at that point. I wanted to know. <clears throat> okay, so uh, my next pick. Uh, I think I originally saw Jason Snell mentioned this a couple of years ago and I, I was intrigued, but it was expensive. I had it in my wish list for a long time and then it got cheaper, uh, although still not super cheap. And so I bought it and I just love it. And um, I think the price has gone up again a little bit, but I it turns out I, I just love it. So I'm going to recommend it. And it's called a night watch magnifying clock dock. I don't know if, let's see if this is going to show up here at all. Oh, yeah, sort of. Okay. Oh. oh. So, what you do is you take your watch and you put it in here. And then, uh, come on.
2: There you go. There we go. Nice. Oh, wow. mm. That is so cool.
3: Um, and I can tell you that this is not really showing how cool it looks. It looks really cool. I just love it to the point where it's almost like, oh, can I charge my watch now? <laughs> I want to <laughs> charge my watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> So, and 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 one thing I'm wondering, I don't know, yeah, maybe it'll work. I, I I'm wondering if it will work with an ultra. It might not be enough room, um, but that could be a gating for me deciding if my next watch might might be an ultra. I've got to figure out if it would fit because I can't <laughs> stop using my 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 watch globe. The only the only
2: downside would be if you're if you're only charging your watch for like half an hour a day, you don't get to enjoy it that, that much.
3: Um yeah. Well, but you know, I have it right here next to my desk, so you know mm-hmm. you know, I'm not exercising when I'm at my desk, so you know, might as well just plop it in and enjoy it. And um you know, I sleep with my watch. So that works great because that mm-hmm. makes it, you know, and, and, you know, I had a little stand by my desk before, but it wasn't, you know, a lot of times I would discover like, Oh shoot, it hasn't been charging, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I never have that problem with this. Cause I think it, the way it cradles it.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: yeah it would so, be very but,
2: hard to knock it off the charger.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and, but it's so neat because it just blows it up, and it's it's kind of yeah, it's 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 really neat. Like I say, it's I think they're I think I paid fifty dollars, and I think they're now sixty. Um, but you know, I use it every day. So
0: I've of all the docs I've seen, I've never seen that one before, and that's such a fantastic idea. Uh, to to roll over in the middle of the night and you know if if you wear glasses or if the watch has to be a little bit farther away from you because of your nightstand sometimes you just you know it's it 's not always easy to see and that would be absolutely perfect so yeah
3: yeah great pick. and you can just kind of tap the the glow part and that jostles it enough to huh. to to make it light up uh, I don't I don't have it by my w- bed because I wear the watch at night when I'm sleeping to do sleep tracking. Um mm-hmm. but um yeah. And it's been I think it's been out for a couple of years. Um but mm-hmm. it never really got much, you know. I, said, I think Jason mentioned it in a, you know, a couple of years ago and I've never seen it mentioned anywhere else. So yeah. We're
0: here to That's spread me. the word. Great pick! Charlie. Great pick. Well, Patrice, uh, my my heart went pitter patter for just a second because I thought, "Oh my God, I'm going to have my first <laughs> gift stolen." Uh, but you you didn't, so thank you. Um, but Patrice, I mean, you put, you picked a book, and you mentioned you know audiobooks or eBooks. Um, there have been a number of books picked this year. Um, But I'm going to suggest a a subscription to Audible. Um, I I love Audible because they seem to have virtually any book, especially new books that are coming out. Or if if they're not day and date, they come out very shortly after that. You can download them right to your iPhone or iPad, um, of course, as well as your Mac. Uh, you don't have to you know worry about getting it delivered or whatever and that's important if you're traveling or you're out there and suddenly you find yourself with nothing to listen to as if that's even possible but you, know, you you if you want to listen to something specific um so it doesn't matter from fiction to thrillers to how-tos to management to cooking you name it and audible has the book and so the the subscriptions are are very very a, a nice little way to do it because you are using an established you know how much you're going to spend um for each credit, and each credit is worth one book, and it doesn't matter what the retail price of that book is if it 's fifty bucks if it's ten dollars it's going to cost you the same for that credit, so it's a bit of an equalizer um of course you know you're getting them every month they they're therefore encouraging you to you know buy more books, use the credit, buy more books um but I have occasionally I'll run into a month where I don't, you know, just can't get through a book. Um, or, a, but this year I've been very, very, I've been li- reading, listening to a lot of books this way. Um, so I, I just, I can't, I can't encourage this enough. Um, if you haven't, if uh, the, and the web player is very, very good. It supports something that's near and dear to my heart, multiple speed uh, in very small increments too unlike some other things that, you know, okay, 1, 1.5, two, 2.5. you 2.5. You can tailor it to the individual listening and to your ability to absorb. So I really, really appreciate that. But I think this is money well spent if you have any interest in consuming a book other than in print.
2: Yeah, I can only second that. I don't know how long I've been a subscriber, probably – I don't know, did they exist ten years ago? If they did, I probably was already subscribed to it. Like continuously. Um what I really like about them, I mean, as you said, there's like a massive selection, the player is really good. Um I listen to everything on two X. So Chuck, I'm sorry you're speaking very slowly for me right now because I'm usually <laughs> listening to you on two X. <laughs> um mm. no, but it's no, I'm kidding. Um it's it's um like the cool thing is with the credits, if you ever decide to cancel the subscription or something else, you keep the books. The, the credit you spend, the book is yours. You can, you can as long as Audible exists, I would say, um, you can access it. You do not have to be a subscriber to access the books you've already bought. So I have, as I said, probably 10 years or something worth of books already. And I'm constantly going back. I'm listening to old books and I'm listening to new books. And sometimes I have like, two, three months where I'm not buying a new book and the credits just accumulate and then there's there's a spur where I'm like two, three books a month and I'm just going through the credits. So you can buy that's also good to know. You can buy three extra credits at any point if you need them for actually a cheaper price. So also can recommend that. It's a good service.
0: Yeah, and Patrice, something I learned um, I guess it was a couple years ago when I got especially busy and just Mm-hmm. You know, the credits were stacking up to a point that I've, I, it's not like they expire, but it's just more than money that I wanted to have just laying there. Mm-hmm. So you can pause your subscription. They mm-hmm. will let you pause it for several months um, because, you know, you, I mean, there are a dozen reasons that you might just not be able to or want to be consuming books at that time. So mm-hmm. the whole thing is very, very flexible. It seems to be very customer oriented, at least from mm-hmm. everything that I've, I've wanted to do with it. So, you know. It's it's a great gift.
2: Definitely, the only thing I do before I buy a book is I if it's if it's a shorter book I will check the price because you get with Audible you also get um usually a reduced price for the book and sometimes the reduced price is cheaper than a credit and then I'll just save the credit and buy the book outright because that's smarter.
0: Yeah, good tip. Good tip. So and it's something that, you know, you can order today and have delivered mm-hmm. to someone by email um at you know at whenever you say. So mm-hmm. that makes it perfect for a last minute holiday gift that you know you may not you may not have time to pick up, but let it be delivered by email and there you go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's also cool is they have what is it called? Whisper thing sync, I think. Um, it's basically, you can buy the, the Kindle book and the audio book. And I think you get one of them for even a cheaper price. I don't remember which way it goes. Um, and then you could like, you could start reading the Kindle book. And then at some point you're like, Oh, I'm whatever. I have to leave the house and run some errands. And you continue at the point where you stopped reading on audible and vice versa. So that's actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah yeah it's it's interesting to see how mm-hmm. they have moved the consumption of books forward in through mm-hmm. multiple channels but tie them together so yeah that is two rounds so that means we're halfway through and we're going to start and now if you have a long list of things, you have to start thinking about it since you only have two picks left. Mike, Patrice, and Jim are back in the next edition of Mac Voices to finish off holiday gift guide number seven, the final gift guide for 2022. Some interesting picks, also some things that you can take advantage of at the very last minute and still look like it's Christmas Hero. That's next time on Mac Voices. Until then, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media.